Hello and welcome back to another episode of Music Mixdown right here on WZIP. My name is Corey and this week I am joined by two guests. Those being Alex and Logan. Good morning. It's way past morning. It's always morning. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's neither morning or Philadelphia, but we're going to get on with the podcast. We are going to be talking about Drake's new album, For All the Dogs. Mm. Originally supposed to be September 22nd, and then it was supposed to be October 6th, or October 5th, like the night of, you know, midnight. And then it was pushed to 6 a.m., you know. How, how was that delay for you guys? Like, what, I, I feel like it went through more delays than that, but yeah, that's just me personally. Yeah, well, I mean, Corey, we had talked about this before off mic, but for me it seems like the new thing to do, and by new I mean within the past couple years, is for an artist to continually postpone their album release in, in terms of it's going to actually build the traction of the release of the album. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know if that was Drake's intent or not, uh, but if it was his intent, it was very sloppy, and I think it did the actual opposite for me. I think there wasn't a lot of suspense for the album to drop. It actually was like, oh, it's finally, oh, it actually dropped today. Yeah, you know, I, I was like, oh, it actually dropped today. I was expecting <laughs> it to maybe drop in two weeks from the day it did drop. You know, yep. so that's kind of what I took away from it. Do you feel like it had that suspense factor for you, Logan? You know. Going on a totally different, like, path, I have never experienced anything worse than when Kanye was waiting to drop Donda. So mm-hmm. on the For All the Dogs side of things, I I, I kind of take the same stance as Alex. Like, Kanye really, really built the suspense and started to really irritate people that it was not coming out. Mm-hmm. And when I noticed that For All the Dogs had finally dropped, I was kind of like, oh, all right, cool. I'll listen to it later. It wasn't... Mm-hmm. I, I think it, I'm going to have to take that same stance that it didn't really do much for me and it, it wasn't the correct approach to delaying an album. I agree with that. Also because there wasn't a long time period from the last album that he released to. Because right. he released like two albums a year prior. So it's not like this long-awaited thing that he was really hyping up over like the span of ye- like years. It was just, oh, it's nice. You know, another Drake album. Like he's got a big discography. I'm cool with going back into it and listening to some of the other stuff, but that was just me personally. Mm. Um, 6 a.m., October 6th, Six God. Was there any other six involved in there, or is it just those two? Um, I think that's I, th- it. I think it was just those two. Yeah. Little, little Easter egg right there for you. Yeah. The reason for the delay, I don't know if you guys checked this out, but he kind of wanted it towards the end of his tour because he's currently on tour right now. Well, not anymore. He wrapped it up. On October 9th in Columbus, Ohio, funny enough, with the Jersey It's All a Blur tour. Mm. So I thought it was just kind of bad planning on his yeah. end of things. Um, I don't know if he originally wanted it on September 22nd, and then they were just like, no, you can't do this. It's got to be October 6th. Like we said, we don't know his intentions, but regardless, yeah, I think it was poorly executed. Yeah. Going into the album, when it did release, were you guys able to listen to it before all the memes started coming about? Yeah, I gave it a full listen the night of. Um, and as I mentioned to you earlier, I got through the whole album. And, you know, some albums take time to marinate. This is definitely one of them. Sure. But be- So before the memes came out, I was able to get a full listen. I wasn't fully sold, and I'm sure we'll get more into that. But, yes, I was able to get through it before 
any little tidbit meme came out and messed with all the different songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also got a full listen of uh, that morning. Uh, I got to listen, uh, I, not all together, yeah. which is something I don't like. But this album was over an hour long. Mm-hmm. So for me to find time to listen to every song in a row in an hour is hard for me. When I uh, usually, even if it is a longer album, I'll try to listen to it all together in one, for what it is in one piece. Um, and I didn't get to do that with this, but I, I had it done by the end of the day. Were you able to listen to IDGAF? I was. Before? I okay. was. Okay. I was. Because that's that's the new meme that's rolling around, of course. Yeah. Um, featuring Yeet. I was not able to. Mm. So I feel like that is influencing my decision on. We'll get to like some of the ranking of songs also within features and solos, but. Yeah. No. I was. Maybe I would have been a fan of the song if it wasn't for the memes, but unfortunately that's the way. And like you said. Uh, over an hour long, an hour and 26 minutes. Like, mm. that's a lot. That's a heater. Songs. Yeah. It's a long two, album. 23 songs total. Two of those are interludes, interludes, though. I don't know how you I don't know how you guys feel about interludes in an album. I feel like, for the most part, they're okay. But within this album, it's it just didn't work. I think it truly depends on the artist, and I'll mm-hmm. take the same stance as you on that. Drake did not do a great job with these interludes. I would have probably left them off. If you're a guy like Frank Ocean, if he were to put an interlude on an album, I'd like it because yeah. it's kind of he's a mellow guy, and interludes for him are and same with like Travis Scott's interludes and his final song on the album. Those are all very good. Drake, however, on for all the dogs, I think missed on these. I would have maybe taken them off. They're a bit of fillers. Yep. Yeah, and it's interesting because Drake has had good albums with good mm-hmm. interludes on them before, but this was just not the one. It definitely wasn't. I mean, I do appreciate the album as a whole. Like, you get some albums and you think of it as just, like, individual songs. But whereas this album, there was a lot of references to Dogs, of course. You could hear the samples within it. The interludes within them, though, I just was not that big of a fan of. They didn't really transition well. It kind of just seemed broken off from everything else that was going on within the album. But we talked about going into... uh, some of the rankings of your guys' songs. What would you say are your top three songs and just worst song? We're talking about solos, though, so we're not including any features with anyone like 21 Savage or J. Cole or anyone like that, just Drake by himself, top three, and then worst. Uh, so I'll start. So number one for me, and I'll start with uh, my favorite solos, uh, okay. my favorite, the top three. Um, number one is Daylight. I loved, love, 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 love Daylight. Um, thought it was really cool. I'm I'm much more into the harder stuff, so I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But Corey, I think we may agree on this one. I did really like uh, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Yeah, thought that was a very, very, very good song. And then for me, the third one's where I struggled because they're just. I really? think those. I think there's an obvious third. And I'm missing it. Okay, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what my I'll tell you what my third is, and maybe we'll agree, mm-hmm. perhaps. Okay, and I'm kind of nervous now. <laughs> um, I liked. Um, let me make sure I get this right. Seven nine six nine. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Santa, I like that song. Okay. Okay. I, I respect. What would you say is your worst one then? Yeah, there's a lot of bad ones um, <laughs> in terms of solo songs yeah, on the yeah. album, and. Not even that it's probably the worst song, but it literally like, has zero memorabilia or mem- memory 
for, I, I can't even remember the song yeah. essentially was Polar Opposites. I can't remember it. Mm. That's sad to hear. Um, yeah, Man. I can't remember anything. Is it in your top three? Logan? No, no. I'm I'm referencing Mr. Alex Henry's former DJ show, which part of the reason I wanted that mm. song to be successful yeah. was so I could shoot Alex a text and say, hey, man, what a good song, and they used your show title, and I listened to it, and I remember texting Alex and saying, man, that was not it. That was not it on my list. To the Alex not thing, even you know? close no. to living up to it. Uh, for me, my top three, um, I would put... Seven nine six nine Santa at one for me. I would I really really like that song. Okay. Uh, everything that came out of it, the beat, it's just such. If the flow is so strong, I really like that one. It stuck out to me, even among the features. If we're being honest with you, I yeah. I think seven nine six nine Santa stuck out among the whole album. Then I'd probably put Daylight second. I mean, you can't trip on my man Adonis. That was so fire. I love Adonis's <laughs> mm-hmm. little curly hair. It's so, cool. so funny. And the video that came out after just made it even better. I I mm. did really like Daylight. And Alex mentioned to me yesterday that there's lots of rumors flying that it might have been about X, which made it an even more interesting Mm. song to me if you really look into the lyrics. And I didn't even realize that until after talking to Alex. Yeah. And then I would probably round out my top three with this is going to be so controversial and you're not going to like this at all. I'm going to go Virginia Beach. Oh. Mm, I'm not a fan of that I like Virginia Beach. I thought it was good. Uh, not, Not great, that's why it's at three for me, mm-hmm. especially because all the features were just so much better than the single ones on, or the, yeah. the, yeah, the solo the solos, ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would put Virginia Beach at three. Uh, worst one for me, uh, I had Polar Opposites as well, but just to differentiate from Alex's opinion, um, I also really did not like um, Fear of Heights. It just didn't. Yeah, didn't do anything for me no, at I all. Agree. Very again, like again to use said. the same word as Alex. Very unmemorable. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now I'm going to start off with my worst because you'll get a kick out of this. Um, Virginia Beach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not like that song one bit. You're tripping. I Corey. feel like as an it's intro, not that bad. But like it is the intro song. True. It's got to be like True. top tier. See, like, you're tuning I, into I the agree album. with your take on that. I wouldn't have put it as the first one that everybody exactly. listens to. But I do like. I, I didn't hate it. You know, like, I want to tune in, tune out of that point. Like, right. oh, is this what we're going to get, you know? But it just didn't live up to the hype. It just, overall, like you guys were saying, just not that memorable. Going into my top three, though, my first got to be 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Second, 7969 Santa. Third, Daylights. I think we have an overall consensus that that's, yeah. like, some of the best off the album. For sure. Yeah. Um, going into the favorite features and worst features, like you said, Logan, there's a lot of great features on this album. Let's go back. Yeah, top three features. Okay, so you got to remember here, these are my favorite features. <laughs> I'm not saying, right, Corey? Am I am I saying yeah, that yeah, these yeah. are my top it's, three? It's a personal pick, but I hate that you have to lead with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's out of the way, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Number one, IDGAF with Yeet. So stinking good. That was like... I just love that style of music, and I, I, you know, it's actually funny. So just to talk a little bit, I really mm. didn't like it with um, Cardi. I never liked mm. Cardi because the voice. Yeah. But every time I heard the beats, I'm like, oh my goodness, he's like, wake up, filthy, and like, they, <laughs> like those beats are so good. <laughs> and then Yeet came around, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I can actually listen to songs like this with those kind of beats. I love the beat. Yeah. I think the beat is amazing. It's just. Mm-hmm. The lyrics, man, they're corny. I think they're corny. Man, Corey, Corey, you're I'm not gonna, me, dog. I'm not gonna say it on the podcast, of course, me, you know. But like, for it's for all the dogs, and you're killing me, dog. Yeah. 
Seriously. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. number two, um, I had first-person shooter mm-hmm. with J. Cole. Number three is tough, and I got to leave one out, unfortunately, that I want to put in. But I do have to tell it how it is. Another Late Night featuring Lil Yachty was my third favorite song. Third favorite. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, yes. boy. Oh. <laughs> There's a very close fourth, though, but Logan might say it, so I'm, I won't say anything. I'm going to say number one IDGAF with Yeet, because I also learned that this was Yeet's song that Drake kind of just stuck his hand in. The yeah. whole song, was yeah. it was already unreleased by Yeet. Mm-hmm. I learned this from my buddy Nate Maxwell that is probably the biggest yeet enthusiast I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I didn't know there were literal yeet enthusiasts until I oh, met this guy. Oh, they are out there. So he told me that this was actually yeet's song that Drake kind of bought into, but I definitely think this is the best feature. Um, number two for me is also first-person shooter with J. Cole. It's just anything with J. Cole just bangs, dude. It's He is a great feature. He's great on his own. Mm-hmm. If you bring J. Cole into any song, it's going to be good regardless. Yeah. And then, Corey, you're going to dislike this pick <laughs> so much, but you knew I was going to say it. Yeah. I got to go Rich Baby Daddy with Sexy Red nah, and Sizzle. That- Bro, how can you not yeah. like this song? Corey, I know, so groovy. I know you're not into like the, the party scene, but I mean this album's been out for what, like a week, two weeks at this mm-hmm. point. I've I've already heard this song at the club like <laughs> fifty times and you would not uh, believe the energy that it brings. It's such a club song. I mean, you can't even hate it when she starts going, hands on your knees, hands <laughs> on your knees. It's so it's so fun it and fluent. Corny. I'm popping my head just thinking it about it. It is not corny, Corey. It's, it's this corny. Al- this song mm. is top. This will be a song mm. that will be played for many years to come. Her name is Sexy Red. Who with cares? Two Ys. Like, <laughs> man. Nah, it's just, nah, man, I it's, can't. It's too good. What was your worst um, uh, feature also, Alex? So actually, interesting. Um, mine is All the Parties with Chief Keef, just because... When I saw that Drake was going to be on a song with Chief Keef, when I saw it, I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. This is going to be so mm-hmm. hard. It's not even a hard song. It's just like a – I don't know how to describe it in terms of like a rap genre, mm-hmm. but it's not a it's not a hard Drake, Chief Keef song. So actually – and I would also attest that to the 21 Savage song that's on here. You know, usually when you think of yeah. those like Drake, 21 Savage songs and these like – a Chief Keef type song. Chief mm-hmm. Keef's coming on your song. You think it's going to be real hard, and then it's just like, and that wasn't hard. No, I, I agree with that. It was very underwhelming listening yeah. to the 21 Savage feature. Did you have a worst feature, Logan? Yeah. Did you say that? I didn't like, I didn't like A Man With Tizo Touchdown at all. Mm. Not a fan. Yeah. Not memorable. Didn't really get it. Uh, but a close second for me was uh, I, I would have to go gently with Bad Bunny. Mm. I kind of like Chantley. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's in the middle. You yeah. know, it's not like I don't really but care for it. I would say by far the Tizo touchdown feature was just not for me. Yeah, I feel like we all agree with um, the another late nights with Lil Yachty being in like you know one of the top features yes. of the mm-hmm. album. That's, I, I that's didn't put it in my one. list because of yeah. Rich Baby Daddy, but it, again with Alex, those were the two that were interchangeable for me. Yeah, that that was my personal favorite. Um, I love Lil Yachty. I've always listened to him, like early yacht, just amazing. I remember, like my first party was they were playing Minnesota in there, and it was just you know it takes me back. It really does. Going to my second first person shooter, we talked about J Cole. Love him. 
going to third. This this is hard. Third is hard, but you know you kind of dogged on him, Alex. But I really liked all the parties. Oh really? I, I really did. Yeah, no, I I can't. I don't really care for Amen. Um, we talked about that, but and then same thing with Calling for You. But I got to say my worst. It's Rich Baby Daddy. Mm-hmm. It, it's Rich Baby Daddy. I mean, I'm not even trying to be different at this point. I'm just You're telling just it how it is. Corey. No, I'm not, dude. Man, I can't. Hands I can't. on your knees. No. <laughs> Hands on your knees. Mm-mm. That's so good. I just. I can't. I can't. We're moving. Why on. can't you, Corey? Come on. Why can't I? Why can't you? Imagine just. Corey's a munch. That's why. You're telling me that you're driving down the road. And, you know, you're just by yourself, you know, and... It's the only time you, I can listen to it, Corey, if I'm by something. myself. When, yeah. when, the, when Spotify Wrapped comes out, this album's been out for two weeks. I uh, guarantee you it's in my top five most listened to songs on the year. What? How do you listen to it? Just, like, you listen to it, like, casually? Just I, like, I have it, like, on repeat. Like, I'll sit in my car and just, every time how? it ends, I'll skip it back and start it again. Like, are you just, like, at a stop sign and just, like, hands on your knees and you got your hands Dude, on... it's like, great. It's... How can you not enjoy it? It does have such a... I, I drive beat. a convertible, mm. Corey. When it's, my top it's, is down okay, and this song is on, people be too. giving me looks. That, okay. I also don't like songs that are very repetitive. It is That also repetitive. goes into, like, the, um, the Yeet feature, too. Like, I mm-hmm. just... Those kind of songs don't really attract me. So, for me personally, like Alex said, you know, personally... Those are my picks. True. Yeah, True. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling that card. Going into, how does this rank among albums for you guys personally? I mean, because, like, Drake has a lot of different eras mm-hmm. within his albums. He's got 15 total, if you're including his feature one with 21 Savage and some other ones, too. But total of 15. I believe, what do you guys think? Like, where does this rank for you personally? High mid. If that makes any sense. So if you're going to look at it from like lower rank, middle rank, high rank, it's Mm -hmm. right a little above the middle, um, a little above average on a Drake album. So Um, would you say like six? Kind of like around in that area? Yeah. I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I'd give it that high, honestly. Maybe more towards like seven through nine. So that's like middle. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Right around there. Okay. But in terms of new era Drake... It's it's right up there with like, how do you define new era Drake? <clears throat> I I start new era Drake. Um, that's a good question. I I relate it to um, Certified Lover Boy, but yeah. you could honestly, oh, it's so hard. What but, do you think? What are you thinking? Like including Dark Lane demo tapes, or are you thinking excluding Certified Lover Boy for new era? No, I'm thinking Certified Lover Boy. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I agree with that, too. I don't know if... Do you agree with that, Logan? Like, you got Certified Lover yeah, Boy, Honestly Never Mind, Her Loss, and then I don't the think dogs. I, I don't think I put Her Loss in the same category as New Drake. I think Her Loss is really? the closest thing to Old Drake that we've gotten. I do put it in there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Her Loss is such, like, a difficult album to to put in a category for me. I don't know. It was very, because when you listen to like, honestly, never mind. obviously you think of Jimmy cooks. That's the first one that comes off that, the head to anybody that listened to that album. Mm-hmm. And there's all the, it's just, I don't know. 
because it's all 21 Savage too, and that's all rap. Yep. And then you look at Certified Lover Boy, you look you look at For All the Dogs, and it's not really that same essence. And then if you go lower down on the list, then you start to get into that middle era Drake that you talked about. Goat Drake. And then the Goat further Drake. you go down, it's all like mixtape type type stuff. It's yeah. really really old, all straight rap stuff you hear on like a high school warm up playlist. Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean I I have them in four different eras. Um, I don't know what you would want to call them. Obviously, we can call the fir- the the latest one the new era Drake. But I feel like um, before that, you got the era of Scorpion, Care Package, and Dark Lane demo tapes. Mm-hmm. You guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Before that, if you're reading this, it's too late. What a time to be alive, views, and more life. Is that another one, or would I you would, separate? I would say that as well. Okay. I would agree with you. Okay. And then the old era, So Far Gone, Thank Me Later, Take Care, and Nothing Was the Same. 100%. 100%. Okay, I, I feel like that's not that's, like a hot that's take like for the, anyone. That's the clear old era. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, yep. definitely. Because I feel like, because I didn't really listen to like that old era Drake. I got in with if you're reading this, it's too late. Mm-hmm. I don't know when you guys started your Drake experience. But that was mine. I would Use. say I started like actually paying attention. With if you're reading this, it's too late. But mm-hmm. the older I got, I also went back oh, and yeah. started listening to the older stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would say it feels like I was a part of that era, even though I really wasn't. Because you know, like so far gone was in 2009. I was like seven years old at that point. Like mm-hmm. I'm not out here as a seven year old listening to So Far Gone by Drake. Yep. No, I agree with that. You said views, Alex. Yeah, for me it was views. That's, right around the uh, that's hotline bling era. Yeah, that's 2016. So that's because you had if you're reading this, it's too late. Freshman and year, high then, school. Another album that same year, What a Time to Be Alive, and then Views. Yeah. So, yeah, that's around the same time. I mean, the, yeah, that's what is that for you, freshman? I think that was, uh, no, I, think I was that a was freshman like, in 2016. Freshman? That was middle no, school. I think that was me. like seventh or eighth grade for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was in middle school and I started listening to Drake. Youngins. Youngins, man. <laughs> so, where would you rank this amongst? You can do this era then, this album and this era. Second. Second? Who yeah. do you have above it? I have her loss above it. Her loss? Yes. Mm. Not to be Mr. Agreeance, but yes, that's the correct take on I, that for I me. really like Honestly, Nevermind. I don't. Um, I know it's I you know, didn't mostly think I had enough. 21, but you know, I'm putting it as first, second for all the dogs, third her loss, and then fourth Certified Lover Boy. I don't know anyone that really likes Certified Lover Boy, to be honest. There's like two songs on it, and that's it. Yeah. Well, now, what about like all albums all together? Would you? I know Alex said, like, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that take? Because, I mean, you got So Far Gone, Take Care. If you're reading this, it's too late. Views. Like, there's so many other great Drake albums. It's kind of hard because we talk about, like, in basketball, like, the GOAT. But, like, it's so hard because you have to separate it almost into different eras. Like, the 2020s, 2010s, like, is LeBron – you go back to like the '90s, being MJ. You know, before that, you have Magic, and you kind of have to do that same thing with Drake because how are you going to compare for all the dogs with? I don't know. If you're reading this, it's too late. You really can't. You, won't. you can't yeah, at you all. Mm-hmm. Not even close to the same style. No, no. And I appreciate that though because that's why Drake is so big in today's world because he's been able to adapt over time, and I feel like we 
give a lot of credit to those artists, such as like J. Cole as well. I feel like he's one that also is able to adapt over time with the changes. Yeah, and even though I don't want to mention it, uh, like Taylor Swift, like she literally has made her brand eras, you know, yeah. because like she started as a little country Taylor and then Kanye West made her career. <laughs> and oh, yeah. then um, after that, you know, she went into more of a pop phase and you know now she, i don't know the eras but you know now she's into like more of a folkier kind of sound so and, i thought know, for once we were gonna have a podcast without the mention of taylor swift but somehow oh, you're able man. to incorporate well you're talking about artists and eras it's like she just had a movie come out called eras mm. yeah yeah uh-huh fin- final question for you guys rate the album overall just give it a grade letter grade or just like rank it out of a hundred. We'll say that. Out of a hundred, I give it a. Out of a hundred, I'll give it an eighty-three point seven. Eighty-three point seven. Yeah, so right around like a B. Do you want to elaborate on your score? Real close to a B minus, clo- or I'm sorry, B minus. Real close to a B for me. Um, what I would have liked to see, that you know, it, that I feel like Drake is as famous for is the big Drake solo. You know, mm. and it's like, I feel like for sure, you know, there's a couple big Drake solos that are big right now because the album's hot. But yeah. how long are they going to to hold that fame? I don't think long. And uh, for that, it missed. But with the features, the features are really incredible. A lot of them were. Um, I, we even forgot to mention the SZA feature, but I actually really love that feature. And I don't even Slime like you out. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even like SZA that much. Mm. And I still liked the feature. So a lot of good features. And uh, like I said, when you're grading it on this Drake era, 83.7. Yeah, if we're speaking on this era only, I would probably give it an 85 to an 86 would be mine. Probably a a B close to a B plus because, again, as Alex mentioned, the solos are not that great, but the features are are that great so it kind of offsets you know it's kind of like when you go into a class and you didn't study but you got like a you got a b or a c and you're like all right it's cool i didn't study Mm -hmm. but you know if you go into an exam and you studied and you get an a it feels good i'm I'm talking that's like what her loss was for me you said 87 yeah see i gotta go with like an 81 kind of for like the same reason like alex with going to that b minus side of things because i feel like if you're studying for that if you don't study for that test that's where you kind of fall into and I don't know, there's a lot of improvements that he could have done within this album. Like, one easy one, get the interludes off. Mm-hmm. Make it blend yeah. more together. You can't really do anything with the features. I like the diversity within the features. Mm-hmm. Like, because you got 21, you got J. Cole, but then you got Tizo Touchdown, you got SZA, Party Next, Party door. Next door. Like, yep. it just... Like kind of random. Where did but like, he pull party next door I know. from? Such a yeah. random. I saw that one when it first mm-hmm. came out. And I was like, "What is he doing?" I, and I respect that too, because you get like I feel like you pull in a bigger audience with that diverse group of features. I think something else that keeps it away from like that A grade for me that keeps it in the lower B for me is mm-hmm. with social media, and this is a very new thing for me. Maybe other people have felt this way for a long time. Or and by a long time, I mean the last three, four years. But I've really only felt this way this past year, probably, is that the influence of how social media and everybody else reacts to an, a song or an album will influence the way that I maybe like a song. Maybe I didn't mm-hmm. even like a song on the first listen, and now everybody on social media is using that song in an edit 
or something. And I'm like, man, I guess I do like this song. Yeah. Um, what I'll say, though, is with Drake, you know, before then, back in the day, when not everybody was influenced on an opinion, you would show up to school and everybody would be like, did you hear this Drake song? Mm-hmm. They're like, did you hear this? And it's like, it wasn't because you heard everybody else loved it on social media. It was because everybody listened and heard those couple songs that everybody thought was good. And it's like, I feel like the good songs on this album were only like, I don't know, not industry planted, of course, but they were just like, it seemed like I was almost forced to like some of the bigger songs. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Media plays a huge influence with whatever we consume. Yeah. And obviously it shows within albums, especially um, the deals that they make, the features that they have. Like, it's all intentional. Like, yeah, they don't just randomly pick the people that they have featured. It's not just, like, all of Drake's buddies. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these people Drake doesn't really talk to or anything like that. No, Drake's putting Bad Bunny on because Bad Bunny's the biggest artist in the world. 100%. Mm-hmm. So he's getting that, that bread from... If you look on his Spotify... Hold on, I just had it up. Um, that song is, like, in one of his top five songs right now on Spotify. Probably only because Bad Bunny is on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly how it goes down. I mean, did you ever listen to Tizo Touchdown before this? Uh, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Be so honest with I you. I didn't know. Exactly. Um, Party Next Door. I feel like in passing I might have listened to him, but I've mm-hmm. never like gone out of my way to go on my Apple Music and say, oh, let's get some Party Next Door going. Yep, yep. So obviously it does play a huge influence. Again, 81 is my take. Um, just so much more could have been done. It's still a good album. It's still one of the best within this era of Drake. So that's why it still gets that B for me, B minus, because there could have been improvements. But aside from that, I don't got anything else to talk about within this album. You guys want to have any last-minute comments on it? Um, You know, something that we didn't really talk about, um, and I'll just keep it short, is I love the cover art. I love the cover mm. art when it came out. I thought it was... I thought it was really cool just in general because I like just unique stuff. Yeah. And it's it was so unique compared to everything else that's coming up. And, and then when I heard that, you know, his son had drawn that dog, mm-hmm. it made it that much cooler for me. I think Adonis needs to get – Drake needs to pay for art school, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. He's like four years he, old. He's hey, so man, young. Get the, get the man some art – get him in art school. No, and, I love uh, it. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like scary almost. Yeah, it is. You know, because it's got like I mean, the, the red, red and eyes. black. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like, is it supposed to be a dog? I kind of thought it was like a goat. Yeah, like, I didn't know what did it, was it was until like I looked at the title. I was like, oh, this is a dog. Yeah, it's definitely a lot better than the Care Package album cover. Definitely can agree with that. You guys can check that out for yourselves. Aside from that, I think that's about all we're going to cover today. I want to thank you, Alex. I want to thank you, Logan, for coming in. Always appreciate it. And if you want to tune in to more music mixdown episodes, we've got a bunch where we release weekly, so check it out. And hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hands on your knees.